Hello and welcome to Reality Blows. My name is Nick Maritato. I'm Ashley Burke Roberts. This is a podcast all about reality television. That it is, Nick. This podcast in particular, we will be recapping the challenge season 32, Final Reckoning, episode 16. The Leftovers. Wow, what an episode it was. Yeah, Leftovers, one of my favorite shows of all time. You guys should see it, HBO. That final season was incredible. The series finale was amazing. I cried twice when I saw it. cried twice. This episode of The Challenge, I did not cry, but I was furious, uh, uptight, angry, (laughs) and it made me feel nervous. Yeah, Uh, this episode had you on the edge. Well, Ash and I have, have stopped recording our recaps immediately following the broadcast of The Challenge. Except for tonight. We are doing this immediately following the ending of this show, so I'm still in it. Yeah, you still got that challenge fight in you. And because it's late, I think we should stop all the bullshit and get right to it, Ash. I like that attitude. This episode opened with a previously on from Hunter. He was kind of reminding us of the Corey and Devin storyline and the fact that Kara and Marie and Polly and Natalie are back in the house. The episode opened at Armageddon. They have um, Kara and Marie and Polly and Natalie have just won and this is sort of the aftermath of that elimination against Brad and Kyle and Cam and Kaylee. So we're seeing the aftermath of it. This episode opens up exactly where the last one left off with Kaylee telling Nelson that Brad was yelling at her at the Redemption House. Then we see Nelson and Brad go back and forth. They're yelling at each other. Nelson pulls down his pants. He says spank my ass. Oh man. Nelson I'll be honest. You've completely lost me with this antagonist Antagonization, antagonizing of Brad here. And it's okay to antagonize in this game, but he is going to the Redemption House. He is gone. He's already a loser. In your interview, you said your time is up here. Maybe this is the fourth time we're hearing (laughs) it, and it's completely lost its charm. The first time it was so good. So funny. The second time, I'm like, oh, he said it again. And then when I heard it for a third time, I'm like, come on, stop. And today, and yeah, maybe the editors decided to throw it in once again to remind us of it. It's not doing Nelson any good in my eyes it has turned me on that entire exchange i'm i'm tired of it and it it, it kind of sounded lame to me also when he pulled down his pants and was like spank me I, yeah I, that was clearly like an editing thing like he must have brad must have said like i'm gonna teach you a lesson or something i can't imagine i, I don't know why. what it was but it was a bit much don't pull down your pants in front of grown people like that and in fact don't pull down your pants in front of not grown people <laughs> i guess more importantly i have a question for you ash yeah do what? How do you feel about this Kaylee Brad um, Nelson altercation? And really, I'm asking: Do you think that Kaylee has blown this out of proportion a bit? Uh, well, I, you know, I am a longtime Nelson supporter. Always been here for Nelson and Kaylee. Uh, I've gone back and forth on. I have not really enjoyed her much this season. And Brad, I'm also I I enjoy Brad. I think he brings something to the game, but I'm not immediately on his side like I am Nelson's. As far as addressing your question of whether or not she was blowing it out of proportion, I am not sure because I wasn't there, but I will say that the circumstances are that she just lost. She just found out she's going into the redemption house. She just got whirled around in that ball for like God knows how long. She's probably cranky herself and she's looking to lash out. If I was to analyze this. That, um, let's just take for what, let's just say that what we saw on TV with Brad getting in the altercation between Brad and Kaylee in the redemption house, which is why Nelson is upset. Yeah. Um, do you think that Brad was 
any more over the line than anybody has ever been on this show. From I, what I saw, no. Yeah, I kind of felt like it was pretty light compared to, especially compared to the rest of this episode. So I, I, I do feel like Brad is being made out here to be some sort of like a, like, um, you know. A you, bad guy. Yeah, you screamed, you at, you a screamed woman. at a woman. I'm here right now. As if like Brad can fight Nelson right there. Right. Um, honestly, I, I have Brad over Nelson in a fight. Same. Um, so and and I feel like uh, I don't know what Nelson is doing here. I, 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 I is he legitimately upset about Kaylee or does he just still hate Brad from their battles before? I don't know. It is. It is an interesting question. Brad has not had a good season. This has been a hard season for Brad, especially with that Brittany Chuck drama right at the yeah. beginning. And now Nelson really seems to have it out for Brad. Yeah, it's interesting. He has it out for Brad. And I, I just don't think Nelson came off looking good over here. I think he could have played that one a little differently. I, I mean, agree. If you're removing your pants and underwear to show your asked to another person um to antagonize i feel like you come out looking like well an ass yeah uh, a little bit that's when we hear tj say wow that was a really big surprise and i thought he was talking about the shane nelson fight and then i realized he was talking about natalie's win mm. natalie it wasn't it was a surprise beaten <laughs> battered and bruised and bloodied natalie my wow. god when they revealed her interview yeah and she looked like a fucking vampire like yeah. she, who had just uh, sunk her teeth into somebody's a neck. zombie who had just fed on a body it, it was <laughs> i mean her chin is so screwed up yeah and then and, and and the the wraps around her knees i mean she's she got messed up in that ball she really did hats off to you natalie for for real for yeah. real um so we learned that johnny is very pleased by how, the way this elimination went because in his mind he now has two teams on his side back in the house that takes us uh into the bus back to the redemption house where cam is taunting kyle there was no reason for this scene other than pure enjoyment for the viewer cam is saying i lost to a legend y'all lost to natalie and kyle looks really upset stop doing that cam <laughs> cam stop i'm not laughing cam cam he well, it was funny to watch him get sort of poked. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it's such a I'm so upset that I'm losing. I'm just going to lash out at the next person type thing from Cam. And I really don't think that uh, I don't know. Uh, Cam lost me there a little bit. I think it wasn't. Um, well, I don't know, it just felt like mean and weird to do that to them. I And we, we hadn't seen or, or have we seen some sort of I mean, besides Kaylee and Brad being arguing like. Cam and was there something last week? I didn't read it as any bad bad blood. I read that as like friendly ribbing, and I thought it was funny, and I thought Kyle was just overreacting. I feel like Cam was just doing what I would do to a friend. Like it felt like just kind of roasting him on the in the bus back to the redemption it, it, house. To me, it really seemed like sore loser talk. Mm, interesting. Yeah. Back at the main house, Natalie and Polly are so excited to be back. They can't believe how different it looks. You guys really rearrange things, they kept saying. Natalie and Johnny are back to being best buds. It's strange. And also, I'm I'm not too sure of this through line of like a will they, won't they. I mean, not to spoil. It doesn't work anymore. <laughs> not to spoil anything for the uh, what's going on next week, but... It seems like that's going to be a big plot thing in this yeah. show where there's some jealousy between some people. But I'm fairly certain that most of Na uh, Natalie's um, uh, storyline was based about based on the fact that she is a lesbian. Well, she's not. A, I don't think she's. A not a I don't think she's declared as a lesbian. Okay. I think she, you know, announced that she dates women. Okay. I get the impression she's pansexual. Yeah, it's interesting, but. 
Yeah, okay. I guess I guess when the I... The plot line is that Kaylee called her a lesbian on social media and that Natalie was upset she had been outed. But I don't think Natalie has ever referred to herself as a lesbian. But isn't it the other thing that Natalie has a girlfriend? She had a girlfriend. So she does, not have, le- she does not have a girlfriend at the moment in the house. I don't know if she has a girlfriend okay. at the moment, but I do remember last season she had a girlfriend. Okay. So that takes us to a morning scene. It's outdoors, and we got Devin and Corey bonding. They're working out. We get the Devin's dad story again, and we learn that Devin's dad was a big fan of the show. We yeah. also, yeah, which was sweet. That was a sweet little yeah, thing. Yeah. We also get photos of Corey and Ryder. We get about 45 of those in this moment. Can I just say, Ryder's the cutest little baby in the world? I wasn't really looking at Ryder. I was looking at Corey's different hairstyles over the years. <laughs> he switches it up quite a bit. I appreciated this character building scene, especially for how this episode plays out. Our next scene is a night out on the town. Everyone's getting along. They got some giant shrimp. People are freaking out about how big the shrimp are. Hunter and Johnny are just getting along, just two peas in a pod. Kara and Natalie are apparently BFFs. I didn't fully understand that. Johnny and Tony are talking. We get pics of Tony's kids. Lots of kids this episode. Big kid talk. Big kid talk. Tony and Corey, um, then, okay, so then <laughs> this scene of them out on the town uh, enjoying themselves, then it became a um, montage of interviews of people explaining a fight that happened on the bus back to the house over pasta. Now, we get this mainly from Tony and Corey because they are the two um, the two players that are in this fight. And from what I can put together, Tony threw Corey's pasta out the window. It was because Corey's pasta, he someone had sat on it, or maybe he was just being a dick. It's hard to tell because they didn't show us the footage. You know they have cameras in that bus. Why didn't we see that happen? Why didn't we see that fight? We don't know that there was cameras on that particular they bus. They always have cameras they on do, the bus. They do, but we do not know that there was cameras on that particular so the bus. one time they don't have cameras on the bus, someone throws pasta out the window? I don't know. There's lots of bus rides we do not see them getting to the challenges and back. So you, it, you, we're not seeing every single bus ride. So maybe not every single bus ride has a camera on it. I, I don't know. Well, what I do know is that the bus arrives back at the main house. Everybody sort of spills out of the bus and it's clear that tensions are high. Yeah, uh, maybe also this episode, there is so much before they even get to the challenge that they needed to cut some scenes that they could have just done really quickly in an interview. Yeah. And so you just can't show every little bit if you got to squeeze so much more drama into this episode. So Devin is trying to, immediately when they're all out of the bus, Devin is trying to ease his uh, teammates' uh, feelings. Corey, he's trying to calm Corey down. Corey's angry. Then Tony comes over and he puts his arm around Corey. And then as he's doing this, he's pulling him away. Corey does like a flip move and he kind of body slams it's, him. It's like a trip into a body slam. He uses he uses his back leg to sort of prop up Tony. And then he Tony's weight is flipped over and he lands on the back of his neck and the back Oof. of his head on the concrete. It looks bad. He, he, he lands on that spot like between the shoulder blades where the neck meets the shoulders. It just looks like... It would paralyze someone. It, it could have gone really left. And, uh, you know, it, it, it doesn't, um, at least physically. Tony seems to be okay. But uh, he does get up and then has to be calmed down. But this was violent. And uh, upon first viewing of this, um, it looked like everybody's kind of drunk. Yeah. And 
Tony did something stupid on the bus and he kind of pulls Corey aside and he puts his arm around Corey and he's kind of like, come on, man, come on. He's kind of trying to calm him down and kind of laugh about it. And Corey, who in the interview leading up to this says that he feels like he's being embarrassed. He feels like he's being emasculated in front of people and made fun of. And he's clearly a little drunk. You know, you can tell. We don't see everybody drinking so hard, but of course they're drunk. It's the night out. They're at a nice restaurant. Everybody's drinking and having a good time. Had all that shrimp. Um, and he's a little upset and embarrassed and he takes it upon himself to out of nowhere trip Tony flip him on his back and he lands on the back of his neck and his head and it it erupts it looks so bad yeah it Um, does erupt immediately uh, Johnny runs up and kind of gets in Corey's face and then Devin gets in Johnny's face and and from here on out uh, tensions are incredibly high. So high. Even in the Reality Blows household. I mean, I was like <laughs> on edge, like felt like I was losing my mind. Nick I, was I, yelling at me about emails. Yeah, <laughs> Ashley's like at this point trying to send an email for something else. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing, man? Like, we're losing our minds here. Everybody's getting hurt. It, Johnny's screaming at Corey. Devin's going, I can't, I, I, he tripped, they, they both slipped. They slipped. Yeah, there's um, a lot of slipping talk. It is raining out, so yeah. there's a lot of slipping talk happening. I mean, but clearly, you know, you can't pay attention to what Devin's saying. If if Corey's to blame, then Devin also is going to have to receive that penalty. We've seen it plenty of times in the past on this show. And then all the other people that are uh, saying that nothing happened, nothing happened, are people that um, stand to gain from Corey and Devin staying in the house. So nobody uh, who is impartial is saying that this nothing happened at right. this point. And also, we're not seeing anything from producers. The, the fight eventually devolves into um, Bananas taking Tony into the interview room and calming him down. Luckily, Tony's feeling okay. He can stand. He They kind of laugh. You know, uh, Tony kind of confesses the fact that, yeah, I, I'm here for you. You're here for me. Yeah, and there was also um, a lot of explaining how the show works on this episode. There was like, we have an interview room in the house where we conduct these interviews. They do that later um, where, you know, what happens is Corey and Tony have to leave the main house to cool off because the tensions are so high. Corey does like a, in the challenge house, when you get in a fight, they take you to a hotel. You know, we got, we're getting a lot of explanation as to how things work when shit goes down yeah it was cool when johnny was sitting in the interview room explaining the process and saying i'm actually in that room now and then it kind of the uh, green screen flickers to the actual green screen yeah. it was a lot of fun i enjoyed seeing that aspect of it but it was layered into this extremely tense situation yeah so that was a pretty hardcore uh violent move i think it's fair to say yeah And that brings us to so many interviews of people talking about what happened and then Corey and Tony leaving to a hotel to calm down. Next scene is like Devin in the living room just sort of addressing the whole house trying to say that Corey slipped and he's just getting blank faces looking back at him like what are you talking about? I mean he's explaining this to people who whether he knows it or not are not on his side. I mean this seems the most of the blank face and the commentary is coming from Paulie. It doesn't seem like the entire house knows where Paulie and Natalie stand us the viewer we know that they're most likely with Tony and Bananas and and uh you know Paulie's interview is like hey man you can talk till you're blue in the face dude but I mean I saw what I saw and whatever whatever it seems like you're kind of trying to clean things up now I would like to say Ashley yeah at this point what are you feeling at this point how what emotions are you having I feel really bad for Devin 
I feel bad for Corey because I feel like Corey did a dumb move and that it's just like, come on, man. Like I, I, Corey, I had so much in like faith in, in the beginning of his challenge career. And it's just like, he just comes on here and he gets things wrong. And then worst of all, I feel the most bad for Tony who just got dropped on his neck. So I think this is just a huge bummer. It is a bummer. Didn't like to see it. And I'll, I will say that immediately as this stuff starts to erupt, uh, my emotions, uh, I turn very quickly on Devin and Corey. Ah. And I am really kind of through with them. I, I don't like the fact that somebody is getting violently hurt and then somebody to stay in this game is going to lie on their be- on their behalf. Many mm-hmm. people are. Yeah. Um, uh, after this, I mean, uh, Ashley, you can run through it, but it, there's a series of scenes of... Uh, you know, um, basically what happens is Nelson overhears Johnny talking to Kara and Natalie about the situation and Nelson, he's eavesdropping and then he busts into the room because he thinks that Johnny is trying to manipulate the situation to, he thinks that Johnny is trying to blow it up into a big way so that Corey gets kicked out of the house. Nelson wants to stop that. So he runs into the room. He starts yelling at Johnny. He calls in, um, Devin. Next thing you know, Hunter's in there, like busting in between Nelson and Johnny. And then Devin, in there talking to Johnny and then and then it seems to slowly boil down from uh, Nelson and Hunter and Devin against Johnny to just Devin against Johnny. Johnny leaves the room and then Devin follows him throughout the house in the rain all over the place wearing him down psychologically. He is doing tactics uh, to break a man. He is doing whatever he can to sort of save face in this situation, which is he probably feels he's smart enough to know that he probably feels like there's a good chance that he's probably going to go home here. And he's hoping to uh, eliminate Johnny in this process. Uh, he's uh, Johnny's wa- he's in his boxers walking in the rain outside all around the perimeter. Uh, uh, Devin's chasing him, uh, yelling things like, I'm in your head. Uh, you cannot beat me. I've beat you in a challenge. I beat you I here. control you. I control you. A lot of crazy manipulative talk. I will say at this point, I absolutely, at this point watching the show, I've absolutely turned on Devin. Yeah. I do not, I, I'm not amused by this. Um, I'm also not, uh, I, I've found myself, I'm not, a, I am not with Lavender Ladies Young Bucks. I do not like this um, storyline. Mm. Um, I find that it's kind of uh, strange and petty and, and a bad game move to just base your entire alliance on getting one team out. Hey guys, sorry we had to take a break because Ashley started choking. <laughs> it um, was a lot of coughs all there at was once. A lot of coughs. Um, so, needless to say, uh, I think we both. I don't know, Ashley, do you agree with me? Devin was taking it a little too far. Yeah, it's hard not to feel sympathy for Johnny when he's out in the rain in his underwear. He's being yelled at by someone that's saying, uh, I control you. And it was not a good look for Devin. No one looked good this episode, especially because what happens next is Johnny goes into Devin about um, how Devin's father has passed. And Johnny has a lot to say about Devin's choices to be back on the show. And that seems to be what breaks Devin. The next scene we see is the more morning after and Sylvia is telling Ashley and Shane what happened. They are in shock. They've slept through the whole thing. Um, Devin, we get a little interview from him saying what Johnny said really hurt me. And then we see him go into Johnny's room, wake him up, not going to let you sleep. How could you say that? And then Devin starts to tear up 
And Joss steps in and he's like, let's get you out of this house. Let's get you out of this house. And then we see an interview from Johnny where he says he's sorry. Yeah, it's hard. This is hard because this became, this went from a a challenge to a drunken night out to someone getting physically hurt to now we're bringing in dead parents. I'll tell you what, um, regardless on whose side you're on here, I find this to not be such entertaining television. I agree. (laughs) I find this this episode was kind of painstaking to watch. Yeah. And it was kind of like, I don't want to be on anybody's side, really. Yeah. Uh, You're forcing me to choose sides with people that I don't necessarily want to choose sides with. And I kind of feel like uh, no one was looking good in this episode. So it was... It was tough. I, I felt good when we kind of could move on from this. Yeah. So. Which brings us to the next scene, which is Tony arriving back in the house. Johnny is so happy to see him. He says, you have no idea how much I missed you. They they hug. Their friendship is back on 100%. Next comes Corey. He walks through the door and he addresses, I would say, like a welcoming crowd. He's got a bunch of guys waiting for him to walk in. Everyone's happy to see him. They're like, what's going on? He's like, I don't know. No one's talked to me. And then TJ shows up. It's the Grim Reaper dog yeah tj walks through those doors the whole house comes together into the living room when tj shows up it's either really good or really bad and uh, marie is saying i hope it's really good because she needs some luck was that marie who said that i don't know well someone said it and i appreciated it tj says we do not condone physical violence of any kind Corey and devon you're going home. He also mentions that I can't believe that you guys can't do stop any of this bullshit, even if a million dollars is on the line. Um, there's something to be said for that. I do feel like like the the money to these people doesn't matter. Really, what matters is being on the next season of yeah. the show. Yeah. Uh, and I kind of feel like that's a little backwards and not good for the show. So I don't know. Uh, I I'm I'm sure that uh, Corey um, is pretty upset uh, about what he did here because yeah. it's not as it's not like Corey's coming off a bunch of wins. No. He, he's just, he just loses. He just and, loses. And, and you think he, he got in this like by a goddamn miracle. Yeah. And uh, was only on the show for what, two episodes and yeah. then has to leave and now his dumb ass is on Teen Mom OG. So... Uh, I, I don't know. Yeah. You, you got to sort of uh, think twice, man. It's about over pasta. I mean, this is Devin's interview. It was like, I can't believe this happened over pasta. Yeah. He's really pissed off. Um, he's still talking about how it's like, I just don't feel like this should have happened. He was just trying to get the guy off him. He slipped in the rain. And then uh, this is during the interview. Eventually, um, a producer, you know, you get to hear from a producer who's with Devin in the interview room, said, do, do you want to watch it? And he's like, yeah, yeah, let me watch it. And, and uh, she hands her, uh, she hands him the phone. He watches it, and he looks up, and he's like, that wasn't a slip. He had his foot back there. That, yeah. that wasn't a slip at all. Yeah. And it's good to hear Devin say this, yeah. at least for me and my feelings towards Devin. Yeah. Because if could if Devin could see, if Devin saw what we all saw at home and still defended him and said that he slipped. I would say this guy's literally got no heart Yeah. because what did Tony do to him? Nothing. You know what I mean? Just because he was paired against his will with Johnny bananas, 
you know, something could have really gone wrong there. I Oof. mean, the you know, luckily the guy didn't even get a concussion. So, I mean, he, he really, it's a miracle that he didn't get way more hurt and that he's able to play this game at the very least. Yeah. So uh, that that was a good redemption in my eyes for Devin. Agreed. Because um, honestly wasn't liking Devin on this episode at all even with his his backstory and everything still didn't justify to me um backing up something like that because even at at this point Corey comes into the house and is like man I just feel bad about what I did um you know because uh, you didn't even mention it before or we're talking about it now but Corey when he's leaving then um you know has to say goodbye to everybody and and Tony goes over to Corey they embrace and they're like you know there's no bad blood it's all good it's all good and Everybody seems to be okay in the Corey Tony camp. Until Johnny, Johnny De- goes in for a hug with Corey, and Corey's like, nah, I'm not going to hug you. Not after you said that shit about Devin's dad. Yeah, yeah. And then Johnny smiles, and Joss says, Joss pops out of nowhere for yeah. the first time this whole season and says, Why are you laughing? Why are you laughing? And then Joss starts screaming at Johnny. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. And Johnny says, who put a nickel in Josh? <laughs> Joss, which is, which is such an old school thing to say. Who put a nickel in Joss? Yeah. Um, you know what that's referring to, Ash. It's the the cranking up toys, yeah, yeah, right? Crank, well, yeah, like putting a quarter in a thing and yeah. making the... T- he's like, I, I can't believe this guy's actually talking, which is interesting because that confirms to me that <laughs> it's not just a, a weird edit that Joss is getting, but Joss is literally pointing to this game and this television yeah show. i've been thinking like wow production and editors must hate joss to like leave yeah. him out so much of it he's le- he's taking himself out of and, the game and also we didn't, i don't know if you mentioned this before but joss in an interview says that he feels for devin because he also lost his dad yes. so there's a reason why he's jumping up here and defending devin other than devin possibly being a vote in his direction in, a, in a positive way it seems like this struck a chord with joss which is understandable um, but also, I don't know, Joss, I, in my opinion, you should just sit your ass down. I don't know. I kind of liked, I liked Joss at getting riled up a little. I find Joss to be worthless in this game. Sorry. There well, are other people that I'd prefer to be seeing on this show. You're taking up a bed that could go to somebody better than you as far as entertainment goes. That takes us to the next scene, which is Nelson, Sylvia, Shane, and Ashley sitting outside talking about how much they want to get rid of Johnny and Tony. They got to get Johnny and Tony out of the game. It's been their number one priority, and they are so far into this season without having accomplished it, which takes us to our daily called Hit List. It's a trivia game. TJ's fave, my fave. Would I even say Nick's fave? Um, No, I like when they're... Uh beating each other up but no I, this was fun honestly not to spoil anything this was way less fun than any other trivia they've ever had on this show um no one was really made to look like a, an idiot the problem with this trivia it was all challenge based i like when they ask them like basic questions yeah. about some like math and easy. stuff some of these things these questions were easy yeah. for anybody to have i mean you can't really involve questions with people that are up there like yeah. it's like from seasons that happened last season two seasons ago that's lame yeah they're asking them questions about they're asking them challenge based trivia to groups of people who were all on those seasons so it's kind of like do you remember this thing you were a part of instead of like basic multiplication uh, there, there was some spelling there was some spelling which we got a great scene between ashley and hunter trying to spell armageddon which i spelled wrong <laughs> <laughs> i was like this is how you spell it and nick was like i think so and then we saw hunter spell it correctly um basically the first team to fall down oh 
Before we get into the first team that fell down, I'd like to say the first trivia question was, who is Tory dating? What challenge cast member is Tory dating? And it was Jordan. Which challenge champion? And it was Jordan, mm. which is so interesting because they like were like not confirming things for so long. So for MTV to confirm it, um, I don't know. I just found it wild. Yeah. Next thing that really struck me was I forgot Victor was on the show. Yeah, yeah. Victor was an answer. That's pretty much the only one that I didn't know. Natalie's vendetta. Um, Tony's begging people to show show him some mercy. I already took a spill last night, guys. Show yeah. me some mercy. Yeah. Joss and Sylvia fall. Um, Johnny falls, and then he blames Tony. <laughs> well, it does seem like Tony lost his balance. He pushed his ass out a little bit, and Johnny's back-to-back with him. Because what's happening here is you both, you and your partner are back-to-back on a plank, basically. Yeah. Not much move, uh, room to move around. Over shark-infested waters. Yes. And uh, TJ taking so much uh, uh, enjoyment out of this. Cackling. Cackling at this. Guess what? I'm over it. I thought it was lame, the cackling. Mm. Um, nobody. I'm not excited to watch people fall in water anymore. They need to d- fall on on f- lava or some shit. Like <laughs> I don't know. It's just like they do the over the water thing almost every single challenge at this point. Yeah. I'm bored with it. I'm yeah. bored with that setting. And I. it's not fun for me to see people smash into water anymore. Last season, they did the trivia was a food eating trivia. So like if you answered questions correctly, you would assign people food to eat. Yeah, I'm done with that. That's too. when Tony really redeemed himself with mayonnaise, if I remember <laughs> yeah, correctly. Bowl of mayonnaise, right? um, Polly, I found this the most interesting out of the trivia is that Polly knows all these answers Pauly's, to shows he's not on. He's never been on the show before. He knew every challenge trivia thing. This this man is a fan, a fan. Yep. And then that brings us to the end, which Polly and Natalie won. They won out of the Redemption House into the first challenge and they win. Yeah, it That's was big. incredible. I like this team now. Yeah, I like them too. I Oh, before we wrap up, I, I wouldn't be saying it if it wasn't my favorite moment of the episode. One of the questions was who threw pizza on Brad and Brittany yeah. in Vendettas? And the correct answer is Marie. And TJ's like, did you really do that? And as Marie's falling, she goes, I delivered it, TJ. I delivered it. Yeah, she said, uh, she's like, I didn't do it. Nope, I delivered it. Yeah. Um, it was very funny. Uh, great, great line. Marie, you guys, thank you so much for listening. Please give us five stars on the Apple Podcast app. You can email us at realityblowspodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at realityblowspod. You can find me on Twitter at Ashley B. Roberts. And you can find Nick on Instagram at Nick Maritato. That's M-A-R-I-T-A-T-O. And as always, may the TJ laugh at you. Let's stop the fighting, folks. Well, not really, but, you know, let's not let's hurt each other. Let's stop the sad fighting. I would like some fist fighting. I'd like some fun fighting. Yeah, like a boxing match. A let's, fun fight. That would be fun. Yeah, someone, you know, just punches somebody out of nowhere, and then they get chased with a hairdryer. Something yeah. like that. Love that. Good night.